0: We're just on the precipice of this incredible movement known as podcasting. I really believe this. You know, iOS 8 just came out last week and it has the podcast app for it's part of the iOS now. It's getting into CarPlay, it's getting into places where people will be able to consume it, and it's getting easier and easier with this kind of gear to be mobile not only as a consumer but to produce content mobile so if you're considering doing podcasting and I know this the focus of the show is not podcasting but if whatever niche is if you've thought about doing a podcast to use a phrase now is the time you can get in early and you can get in now quite inexpensively doing pro quality podcasting and being able to be mobile not have a huge financial investment in it's an awesome community i have to say
1: Welcome to Star of the Doubts. I'm your host, Jared Easley, and our special guest today is Sean Smith. He is the mobile pro over at themobilepro.net. Welcome, Sean. Thank you, Mr. Jared. <laughs> We're sitting here in a Dunkin' Donuts in Davie, Florida, and Sean's walking me through his extensive But easy to set up mobile podcasting studio. And I thought, wow, this is pretty interesting. Let's just have a conversation about this on Star of the Doubts and he called my bluff on it. (laughs) (laughs) You're looking like a mobile pro by the minute here. (laughs) It's a nice setup. So Sean, I want to talk a little bit about your story. You've just recently kind of got into podcasting, but I'm starting to see you everywhere. I've seen you at Podcast Movement. I've seen you at FinCon. So let's talk a little bit about your background and what's compelled you to get into podcasting.
0: So I started off as a musician. I've been a full time independent Christian artist for the past 20 years, I've been living out of a backpack with a mobile phone and a laptop since 1994. Wow. (laughs) And that led me to do mission work in Guatemala, and that led me to want to figure out how to do mobile podcasting, because we were trying to do something every night. We did some blogging every night with our mission teams. My wife and I host about 150 to 200 missionaries, all volunteers from all over the U.S. every summer. And we have about 40 to 50 people a week. And each night we were trying to figure out ways to get content back to family, supporters, people who were following our mission. And video was just not a possibility because of the bandwidth in Guatemala. And uh, so I thought, well, audio, you know, audio is small files and more than just blogging. I wanted to do something more than just text. And so I spent about, oh, maybe three years trying to figure out how to get a pro-quality mobile podcasting setup in a backpack and be able to podcast from a foreign country like Guatemala, which we finally figured out this past year. Well, it's been two years now that I've been doing podcasting. We do a podcast every night with our mission. Our missions now is the time for missions.com. And we have a nightly podcast with our mission teams to get fresh impressions right off of the mission site and I just asked the teams, you know, what have you been doing? What's been happening? And audio, as you know, is so intimate and can communicate so much, even when our mission team members can't really find the words, even if they stammer uh, trying to find the words, even if they break down and cry, it still communicates a tremendous amount of information back to family and friends that they're safe, they're sound, they're doing purpose-filled work in their mission work. and um, And so through all of that experience, I figured out for our mission purposes how to do mobile podcasting. And when iOS 7 was released just over a year ago, it gave us the ability to do pro-quality mobile podcasts into an iOS device. And this past year, all of my podcasting there have done over a 100 mobile pro podcast episodes and recorded interviews at all these multiple events that you mentioned. All into the iPhone or any iOS device that's running iOS 7 or now iOS 8, all works with this stuff. So, yeah, it took me a long time to figure it out. As you said, it's a lot of pain and sweat and tears. And it was a tremendous amount of frustration because there was just nothing on the internet about how to do this stuff. And we finally figured it out. We've had just awesome response from our podcasts with the mission work. And now I've been able to meet some amazing people like you uh, who have been gracious enough to do podcast interviews with me at different events and i'm looking to launch my mobile pro podcast this fall
1: you mentioned earlier that you're a musician and one of the questions we always ask on star of the doubts ironically is what is the best concert that you've ever been to
0: (laughs) i was not prepared for this even though i've heard that question many many times the best concert i've ever been to it's tough jerry that's tough for musicians you know i would imagine I'll tell you the best concert I've been to in South Florida. How's that? Let's do it. I was a huge Journey fan when I was in high school. They were the band. As Uh, you should be. (laughs) (laughs) And they came here to South Florida. And I took my wife. Now, my wife is from Guatemala. She didn't speak English until we met about eight years ago. But one of the things that most people in the U.S. don't know is all the public buses in all of Central America play all the hair bands from the 80s. So they know... (laughs) All of the songs, even though they don't know what the words are, you know, they know. So she knew Journey. That's great. And I'm like, great, we're going to see Journey. And the crazy thing about it was two things. One is we get there and uh, nobody's watching the concert. Everybody's got their smartphone up. They're videoing everything. And I, I wanted to just say, you're missing it. Put down your phones. <laughs> you're here. <laughs> what, are we, what are you going to do? And the second thing is the opening act was Foreigner, another great band from oh, the yeah. 80s the weird part was not one original band member was on stage and so i'm like this is just a really expensive cover band i mean they sounded great you know (laughs) they were awesome but not one original band member was on stage it was a really great concert everybody sang along and it was awesome but that's the best concert i've been to in south florida (laughs) well that's a good story
1: So you mentioned that you lead teams down in Guatemala, and I find that really interesting that you're spending part of your year in Guatemala. So we're going to talk a little bit more about the podcast, but let's talk a little bit about why Guatemala, how all of a sudden you got involved in doing mission work and different things down there.
0: Well, as a Christian musician, I've been to many different youth events. I was a speaker and music leader at many events, and missions is just part of what the church does. And I had a good friend of mine invite me to go to India, and I didn't really want to go to India. I wasn't the India guy. I wasn't a mission guy. And he said, well, would you promote our missions there? And so I did. So a year later, he came back, and he said, you know, we've had a lot of people sign up because you were promoting them at your events. We thought it would be best to go and actually see what the work is like on the ground. So I didn't want to go to India. <laughs> he said, Well, he gave me those dangerous words. Why don't you pray about it? I didn't want to pray about it. You ever ask somebody to pray about something you don't want <laughs> to pray about? You know, I don't know, if you didn't want to do it, I can see why. Well, you know, I'm like, I live in South Florida, but we have air conditioning. I'm like, Isn't it hot in India? He said, Oh, yeah, really hot. I said, Don't think of spicy food. Oh, yeah, burn your face off spice. it's you know, just not me, you know? And, but, I could not find a reason to say no. I couldn't sleep for weeks and called him back and said, I think I'm supposed to go to India. Went to India twice over the course of five years and realized that even though I had no skills, I had no language ability, local language, as an American with U.S. dollars and with a heart, I could help make a tremendous amount of change happen for those living in extreme poverty, less than $1. twenty-five per person per day. Wow. So I prayed a small prayer on the way back the second time from India, asking God to help me find some place closer that I might be able to invite others to go with me on an annual basis. India is far and we need to go to India, we need to go to Africa. We need to go every place. but to go often and be able to bring more people with me, I prayed for some place closer, less expensive. It's two, three thousand dollars to go to India. It takes you two, three days to get there. So, you're talking two to three weeks minimum. I wanted someplace a little closer. That week that I prayed, that prayer lady came up to me and said, I work with orphans in Guatemala. Since you're a missionary, can you help me put together a mission? I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> I had been on two missions as a participant. I wasn't right. a missionary. And she's like, look, well, you know, since you're a missionary, can you help me put together a mission? I'm like, first of all, where's Guatemala exactly? And she's like, uh, it's South America. She's like, Central America. I mean, yeah they speak Spanish there. She says, yeah, I speak Spanish. I'm like, I nearly did not graduate from the university of Michigan because of a Spanish language requirement. I do not (laughs) speak Spanish. And I told her, I don't think I'm your guy. I just don't think this is the time place. And she said the same words to me. Would you please pray? Oh boy. (laughs) We know where this is going. So I went there and I realized with her family over Christmas break and I realized look Guatemala is a half day trip, not three days. It costs about seven hundred and fifty dollars to get there, not two to three thousand dollars. It's mid seventies year round because of the elevation. Because the elevation, it's over 5,000 feet, mosquitoes survive, but malaria that they carry do not. Malaria does not survive at above 5,000 feet elevation, so no anti-malarial meds, which is a huge problem for us when we were in India, side effects to anti-malarial meds. And because it's so close, people could come for just a week. And so I sent out an email to a bunch of people who said, hey, if you're ever going back, we'd love to have you come. And I'd love to come with you if you ever go back to India or go on some mission. So I sent out an email and 53 people said, I'll go with you to Guatemala for a week in July. And that was nine years ago for the past nine years. We've hosted an annual mission trip to Guatemala. We've hosted over a thousand missionaries now.
1: And that's fantastic.
0: All volunteers. My wife and I spend three months of our year there. We raise our own money. We're all volunteers. And we've been able to truly make a difference in the lives of our brothers and sisters in Christ who are living
1: in extreme poverty. So for the people who go on those trips, what kind of service are they involved in when they're in Guatemala?
0: So we have four to six different projects that we do each week, depending on who is coming and what our leadership is. And the number one requested thing that we do is a Bible school for children. So it's a two-hour VBS program, vacation Bible school type program, music, craft, story. There's just not children's programming in small villages in the developing world. They don't have children's pastors and Sunday school. They just don't have those things. It's the number one requested thing that we do. And being musicians, so I generally lead the music. And we have between two to 400 kids every day at our Bible school. So everybody can do that. But that's only for a couple hours in the afternoon. The rest of the time, those afternoon teams will generally be on stove-building teams. We put in high-efficiency stoves that burn 70% less wood than an open fire. So they have a chimney. They have open fire cooking on dirt floors in Guatemala because it rains five months out of the year. So we install these high-efficiency stoves. They burn 70% less wood. All the smoke goes outside. They provide radiant heat. They're raised. They're insulated to protect kids from burns. It's just an amazing thing. So we can install 70 to 100 of those a week with a group of 40 to 50 volunteers. Wow, that's cool. So we'll do high-efficiency stoves. We'll do Bible school. We'll also do concrete floors into the bedrooms and kitchens of children living in extreme poverty. We help support child sponsorship programs. We've helped launch three child sponsors, actually fourth. We did a fourth child sponsorship program in four of the villages that we serve. So we update those bios. The sponsors get a chance to spend time with their sponsored children. We bring them school supplies and things like that. We all bring donations, so shoes, clothes, school supplies, and make sure it gets directly to the kids who need it. We work with local nonprofit organizations in the village. And they're there year round. We're there to support them. They decide who gets the stoves, who gets the shoes, who gets the medical clinic. If we have doctors, who gets the dental clinic. If we have dentists, we've done eyeglass clinics. We've done sewing classes, teaching women of the village to sew, etc. So depending on the week, we can have anywhere between four and six projects. And we split our crews into teams of five to eight people, We encourage family members to come with. So we say, people seven, ages seven to seventy-seven, good biblical numbers, seven to seventy-seven. But if you're younger than seven, let's have a conversation with your parents. If you're older than seventy-seven, let's have a conversation with your children make sure you're not running off to Central America without the family knowing. And we've had um, just great success. It's a ton of work. It's unbelievable amount of work, but we've had awesome leadership and great volunteers to partner with and been able to make a huge difference. And at the same time, it served a poverty in two nations, a physical poverty in the developing world and a spiritual poverty or hunger to truly serve Christ, serve the least of these in this country, which is, it's tough to do. It's not that we don't have people living in extreme poverty. It's just it's tough to find them. It's tough to figure out ways to serve them. And we have, we're blessed with lots of government organizations, lots of non-government organizations, churches, et cetera, that are serving the poor here that are not able to serve the poor in developing world. So that's what we try to do.
1: Well, that, that leads me to a couple questions. I, I want to get on the mobile stuff. But first of all, for someone who's listening and saying, man, this resonates with me, I would love to be potentially on a team down the road that goes with you to Guatemala. How would they find out information about
0: that? Now is the time for missions.com is our website. Now is the time for missions.com. They can go there. They can listen to our podcasts. They can watch some of our videos and read lots of information about it. And whether my wife and I are hosting a team next year or some of our students actually may be hosting several missions in the next year or two, we will connect them up to a team that's going.
1: That's fantastic. Okay, so for the person that's listening saying, hey, I'm not going to be able to go to Guatemala. that's not going to be an option for me.
0: What can that person be doing locally? Yeah, locally in terms of serving the poor locally. Serving the poor, serving the community, just giving back. It is. It's really hard. You have to really find other organizations locally to partner with. So there's some simple ways, for example, eyeglass clinics. So I didn't realize this, but the Lions Club collects used eyeglasses. You've seen those depositories where you can deposit your used eyeglasses, right? When you put your eyeglasses into that Lions Club thing, what you don't may not realize is that the Lions Club cleans those repairs those they label them and they send them out all over the world yeah. and so places like guatemala there's lion's club in Antigua, guatemala they receive those glasses and they distribute them eyeglasses are a luxury in many 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 countries so that's one way donations to obviously local food pantries and places like goodwill and salvation army many of those clothes end up in developing countries they get them ship them down there whatever's not used here they will ship them all over the world so there's great organizations that you can partner with locally to help both those locally and those in the developing world and there's just two ideas for you Whoa.
1: In your experience going out in Guatemala, you realized, hey, I need to be mobile, and podcasting became an interest of yours. So if you'd be willing to share the story of how you got started becoming the mobile pro and how Guatemala played into that.
0: Yeah, so I realized that it had taken me years and thousands of dollars worth of equipment to figure out how to make all of this work. And I had quite a few podcasters that I'd met online, et cetera, asking me, well, how do you do that? How did you set all that up? How do you record into an iPhone? So I thought, well, maybe I should put some of this information together for some colleagues, family, friends, et cetera. And as I started to put some of it together, I was referenced to check out Michael Hyatt and platform university and see what they do. And some people suggested that I try to sell some of this equipment or sell some of this information. And I just wasn't sure how to do all that. So I just kind of put the information together, a simple one page ebook, which a couple of weeks later turned into a 28 page <laughs> guide that has five different setups because it, one size doesn't fit all with podcasting. Some people want to do video podcasting, which wouldn't work with the setup that we have. I mean, it's just not prone to video. Other people have a really inexpensive budget, you know, hundred bucks or less. Other people want to replace their studio setup and fit it into a backpack. And so I set up five different setups from $100 to $1,600 mobile pro setup, which is what I generally take to record multiple mic, multiple person podcasts at different budget levels. And so I put together this e-guide. And decided to make it free as an opt in on my website, which it still is today, for a limited time. Who knows how long it'll be, but that's my opt in guide right now. It's a twenty eight page E guide with all the links to all the gear, five different setups of how to do mobile podcasting. Mobile recording. Not a whole not to produce a whole podcast show, but the equipment that you need that all works together. Each of these setups I've used many, many times in the field. They all work. That's one thing that (laughs) i found some people say, oh, yeah, this will work. And I go to connect it. And it's not what I would consider pro quality. And I've always been, as a pro musician, I've always been the stickler for pro audio. And so all this stuff will give you pro quality audio. And then just recently, just this past month, actually for FinCon, I released a video guide. So it's a paid video guide, but it's a step-by-step how to connect all of those five setups. I take you step-by-step from how to set up your iOS device, how to set up the recording app, which we're using right now. This is Boss Jack Studio that we're using. It's awesome $10 app through the App Store. And microphone techniques, all the settings that you need and all the gear. So in less than one hour, it's actually 30 minutes for all the gear and another 18 minutes for how to run Jack Studio, the main app. In less than an hour, you can be up and running with a pro quality podcasting studio.
1: I've seen you in action. I mean, you've gone to Podcast Movement and FinCon, and you're over there in the corner interviewing everyone from Jeff Goines to Cliff Ravenscraft and all these, uh, Chris Ducker. I mean, all these reputable people on this amazing mobile setup. And then today, here in Dunkin' Donuts in Davie, Florida, we've just got a couple of things. I don't know. Would you walk us through what we have here to record this interview? This is not an elaborate setup, but it sounds really good.
0: Yeah, so we have uh, two ATR 2100 mics. These are about $50 each. You have your mic, and I brought my mic, and a couple of five-foot mic cables, which uh, they cost, oh, $10 to $15 each, right? And we're plugged into, so we have the mics. The mics are plugged into a, this is called a computer interface. So it's converting analog sound to a computer digital ones and zeros
1: yeah right. i'm actually taking a picture of this i'm going to include it in my show notes so people can see this
0: and again this setup is actually setup number 3b in my ebook five ways to record podcast interviews with an iphone and it's free email opt-in on my website right the mobilepro.net where you can get that so we have the mics plugged in the mic cables the mic cables are plugged into this USB dual pre-computer interface. It's an $80 unit. It's about four inches by six inches. Yeah, it's really small. But really tough.
1: That's the two Very durable. I can see
0: two that. Two things. Pro quality, really tough, and small and lightweight. Everything fits in backpack. So we've got that going into a USB cable, which comes with the USB dual pre. The USB cable is connected to a usb to lightning camera connection kit and this is something that a lot of people don't realize Mm -hmm. you can get pro quality audio into an ios device through this 30 dollar apple branded and it must be apple branded camera connection kit the reason is the third-party hardware they've had some problems with fires explosions things like that So, so then we have that connected right into the iphone boss jack studio is running in airplane mode And for headphones, we've got this Belkin Rockstar, is what it's called. It's got five different audio headphone ports. So you've got one, I've got It looks like a snowflake. It (laughs) it doesn't look pro-quality, but trust me, it really is. is. And you're wearing a pair of headphones. These are studio headphones that I highly recommend. They're KRK-8400, I think. KRK-8400s. And the reason I love those, they're about a hundred bucks, but they have an inline audio control on them. So you can control your own volume control. They're super lightweight and compact, but they're closed-eared headphones, which is what you want in a noisy coffee shop. And then I have a little higher-end headphones. These are the Bose Q15 the uh, active noise-canceling headphones. Right. And they're about 300 bucks. You don't need these, but they will do the best job of blocking out everything. I mean, but if you didn't have the money for
1: the headphones, you could just have, like, earbuds, yes. truthfully. So, yep. I mean, there are ways not to get the full-on mobile experience but still have a good, reasonable studio. Absolutely. I'm amazed because you set this up in probably five minutes. It took you no time at all. And then we're like, let's record a podcast episode, and now we're doing it. And I just think that's fantastic. And you've given this away for free in your guide for someone to just go to the mobilepro.net They can opt in and they can get this 28-page guide for free that walks them through everything they need with all the links. And they can immediately go out and get what they need to go and become a mobile pro. So I love that. I think that's absolutely awesome. Now, it's not all that you have. You actually have a course. So let's talk about your course.
0: Yeah, so the ebook is really for people who are kind of tech savvy and they are able to grab the gear and look at a picture of I've got high quality pictures of all the setup and be able to connect everything and they don't need a lot of direction. But there's some people who are not tech savvy and who don't want to spend the time trying to figure out, well, what should I put the gain level at and how far away from the mic should I talk and you know, should I get these headphones or those headphones and how does this Boss Jack Studio app run and how high should the input gain be and et cetera. So for those who want the quickest path to getting up and running as quickly as possible, I put together the video guide and it goes through each piece of equipment in the lower left-hand corner. And I've got a free promo video you can see on, on my website too. But you can go step by step. So in the lower left-hand corner is the letter of the corresponding photo in the ebook that you can follow along. Like, okay, here's the iOS device. He's talking about that. Okay. Next, he's talking about the microphone, how to connect the microphone. And so each of the five setups has their own video. And like I said, each video is 18 to 30 minutes at walking you through step-by-step, not only how to connect all of the gear, but then also mobile pro techniques and tips things that i've learned over these past two and a half years trying to figure out how to run all this stuff to get you up and running with this kind of quality what you're hearing right now so you can do this as quickly as possible if you know nothing about any of this gear i don't show you how to you know repair the car i show you how to put the key in start the car and get down the road to where you need to go well it totally works
1: and it makes a really good impression because like i said at the events i've been to and seen you you've been over in the corner just recording just tons and tons of interviews and everybody walks away like hey that was fantastic that was awesome and so providing that a unique experience i think for anyone who's listening who's podcasting this is something that you want to consider doing when you go to uh, different meetups or different events and there's no reason not to check out that free guide it's absolutely free Let's get away from this just for a minute. So who are some people that are doing things that interest you right now?
0: People that are doing things that interest me? Well, outside of yourself, Mr. Jared Easley, (laughs) sincerely, I've been so impressed with your ability to move from an idea to an actual event, a final product in such a short period of time both with your podcast and then podcast movement, which was a, filled an incredible need. And now the podcast... Yeah, There's a business podcaster summit. Business right. podcaster summit. At summit.com Quick plug. <laughs> uh, no, I'm really excited about that. So sincerely, you and Dan Franks are doing amazing things. Really impressed. I'm a member of Platform University. Mr. Michael Hyatt has taught me so much about how to do information marketing, online marketing. I've been to the Platform Conference. I'm actually going back again, because I learned so much. I listen to Pat Flynn as often as I can. I think he's amazing. Chris Ducker I met at FinCon a couple weeks ago, and I've watched his stuff. I'm looking to get a virtual assistant as soon as financially possible, because I think it's the way to go. And he seems to really have that space figured out. Uh, Natalie Sisson, the suitcase entrepreneur, is kind of in my wheelhouse, in my space. I had an opportunity to meet her at Podcast Movement, did an interview with her, and she's doing some incredible things. She's been living out of a suitcase for the past three years and supplying her income solely through online business, and she's just awesome. No doubt. She's fantastic. So those are a few of the people that have influenced me and that I'm watching. And I just want to echo what you said about, you know, this mobile podcast setup has given me access to all of those people. Every one of them I sent them an email before the event or I caught them at the event and said, Do you have five minutes? You know, Cliff Ravenscraft I had been trying to talk to for quite a while and we just couldn't connect our signals up. And I said, hey, do you have five minutes at Podcast Movement? And he said, absolutely. Let's go find a corner. And he was so generous, he gave me a half hour. You know, so Fantastic. It, was a, it was a full interview. So having this stuff readily available with you So when those moments happen at events or trade shows or what have you, for me, has just been invaluable. It's just been invaluable to be able to connect with. And as Jeff Goins said in one of his keynote talks at Platform Conference last year, he said, you know, an interview request is a much easier ask than, hey, can I have coffee? Hey, can I buy you lunch or something like that? Right. It's a much easier ask and can provide benefit to that person, even if you're just getting started out. And I found that to be true.
1: Yeah, well said. All right, so we've mentioned uh, your website a couple of times. What are some places people can stay connected with you online?
0: Yeah, the mobilepro.net is kind of my home base. And if you're interested in the mission, again, that's now is the time for And my music ministry is Sean Smith, S-H-A-W-N-S-M-I-T-H.com. And you're on Twitter. Yeah, Twitter is at the mobile pro underscore. So the mobile pro, all those capitalized, the mobile pro underscore, at the mobile pro underscore.
1: Do you have any final thoughts for the listeners?
0: I do. You know, we're just on the precipice of this incredible movement known as podcasting. I really believe this. You know, iOS 8 just came out last week and it has the podcast app for it's part of the iOS now. It's getting into CarPlay. It's getting into places where people will be able to consume it. And it's getting easier and easier with this kind of gear to be mobile, not only as a consumer, but to produce content mobily. So if you're considering doing podcasting, and I know this, the focus of this show is not podcasting, but if whatever niche is, if you've thought about doing a podcast, to use a phrase, now is the time. You can get in early and you can get in now quite inexpensively doing pro quality podcasting and being able to be mobile, not have a huge financial investment in. It's an awesome community. I have to say the people I've met, you know, I've been mostly around church folk most of my business career, my adult life as a Christian musician speaker. And I have to say, I've met some of the strongest Christians, people truly putting their faith into action in this space, in this community, podcasters and information marketing. I've just been really, really impressed. Extremely generous, helpful people like yourself, Jared, people Hmm. who are walking the walk. They don't just talk about it, but they are very generous with their time and their knowledge and their wisdom. And it's an amazing time. And if you're interested in getting into podcasting or information marketing, now is the time.
1: Absolutely. So Sean, best wishes to you and your family, Guatemala trips coming up. And of course, the mobile everything you're doing there. I love it. And yeah, it's an honor to speak with you. Thank you again. Likewise. Thanks, Jared. <laughs>
0: to say i've met some of the strongest christians people truly putting their faith into action in this space in this community podcasters and information marketing i've just been really really impressed extremely generous helpful people like yourself jared people Hmm. who are walking the walk they don't just talk about it but they are very generous with their time and their knowledge and their wisdom and it's an amazing time